0: Welcome to The Maximus Podcast with your hosts, Joe Sabula and Bobby Maximus. Head over to www.themaximuspodcast.com. There, follow the links to something we call the Inner Circle. By joining the Inner Circle, every month you'll be given workouts, workout programs, inspirational videos, and most importantly of all, access to Joe and I on a daily basis to answer your questions and help you with your training and life-related issues, if you will. And you'll have access to all the other uh, Inner Circle members all over the world. Also, we are sponsored today by Nitor Performance, www.nitorperformance.com. Uh, go get yourself the best protein money can buy. Use the code Podcast to get yourself 20% off and also go to www. Dot .lalo.com that's lalo for lalo tactical shoes and boots use the code maximus20 for 20% off and make sure while you're there you put in your shopping cart a pair of the maximus shoes um uh, no idea why i love them so much but i uh, <laughs> no bias what's <whatsoever. laughs> so joe uh, there's something going around the internet uh and it's not the first time i've seen it i bet you this goes back 50 years but the new year new you right. mentality yeah yeah um I don't, I don't know about you. I actually have a couple of Instagram posts kind of in the can and waiting to queue up about this, (laughs) but I'll give you, uh, I've I've already posted one. (laughs) Good. Um, here's my thing. My first reaction is to call horse shit on it. Yes. I deep down, I think because I'm an every damn day type guy and I know you are too. I mean, as long as we've known each other, I don't remember a point where you haven't been training. Your fitness has been up and down. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and, and as has mine, depending how you how you gauge fitness, right. but both of us live the lifestyle on a day-to-day basis. So the thought of waking up on January 1st and buying a gym membership and all of a sudden you're going to turn your life around, it kind of offends everything I stand for.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: at, the, at the same time, though, I'm not going to lie. There's a big part of me that is cheering for people to do the new year, new you because if that's what it's going to take to get you on the wagon and living a healthy life, I don't really care what vehicle you use. Yeah, I agree like if you need that. to use the new year to get on top of it, go nuts. I'm not yeah. going to put you down.
1: Whatever gets you in there, you know, but like here's my thing is it's so fleeting. You know, what is, what is the research at? like after 1 week, uh they've already got like 33% drop off. At the end of a month yep. it's down to like 50, and at the end of uh of 2 years it was only like I don't even remember, like twenty percent of the people actually stuck with it. And so yep. it it's just it's disheartening for people who who are there every day to see this massive influx of people and then ghost
0: town it in February. Yeah, the and I and I agree. The other side of the coin though is this. I've been I'm no stranger to a global gym. Right. I mean I that's where I spent most of my formative years working out. Mm-hmm. It never really bothered me. The gym was crowded. I mean, grab a squat cage and do your workout. Yeah. For me, I feel like, and, and I'm going to put this as, as, I guess, nicely as possible. But a lot of these assholes that are putting down new year, new you people are people that aren't in shape themselves. Right. Like it's always the guy and you're going to get this where you are it's always the guy with the gut that hangs over his pants that's <laughs> complaining that the gym is crowded. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it, it's never, And I'm laughing
1: because it's, it, it's so true. It's
0: so true. Like, uh, it's never the serious guy. It's yeah. it's it's the person who's just looking for a reason to complain. So I've kind of actually softened my stance on this. And if it's a new year, and you're going to use that to get going, why not?
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, what, what what my thing uh, is, is because it is such a like I said before, it's, it's a, just a fleeting thing that people are like, well, yep. it's a new year. This is the year I'm finally going to get my six pack. This is the year I'm finally going to take charge of my health. And we know that a week in, motivations change. Two weeks in, motivations change. So if this yep. is a, a cycle that people are going through, then I, I do want them to be successful. I also want them to kind of think about what's really going on here. You know, why, why yeah, is it that sure. a week in motivation fails? Why is it that two weeks in you stop coming entirely? Like, what are you going to do differently this time that makes it special? Otherwise, you know, yeah. I, I don't want to waste my time and energy getting hopeful for you. You know, I'll just let you come, let you go, and and that's fine. But I mean, you know, for somebody who's a coach, who's looking for people to coach, who's looking to foster those relationships that help build that healthy lifestyle – I don't want to waste a lot of time up front if you're not really going to follow through. And so no, I, and I, I want to make sure that people aren't coming in for the wrong reasons. So let's try to well, find it, the right ones.
0: Yeah. And I think for you and I being coaches, this is no different than when any new client starts.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There's
0: not anything special about the start of the new year. People tend to fall in the same pitfalls, if you will. Mm-hmm. So I'd love to. I'd love to have a talk about either things that you can do or things that you can avoid. To make sure you stay on the bus, so to speak. Yes. I'm all for it. So you're listening in at home and you decide that you're going to start a new thing in the new year. And by the way, this isn't just related to working out. It's going to be working out centric, if you will. But you could really apply this to a new job, a business, a career, uh, trying something different in your relationship to uh, uh, have a better relationship with your wife or husband. I mean all of these things are going to apply.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The number one thing that I do now with clients, Joe, it's a little different. When when people used to come in to see me, I used to try and smash them right away. Yeah, like you're you're committed or you're not. You're going to be here six days a week. You're going to push, 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 push. But the one thing I found by doing that is there's a really high success rate for certain people, yeah. but for a whole bunch of other people, there's a really high failure rate because they just can't have that much change in their life at yes. one time. Yeah, yeah. Certain
1: personality you know I mean? types, they totally latch onto that, but then you're you're basically cutting everyone
0: else out. Well, that's the thing, and I don't know what the numbers are, but for I'm going to say for every 100 people I train, 10 are gung-ho on board every damn day. Mm-hmm. The other 90, they don't want it because here's the thing. If they had that mentality or were capable of it, they wouldn't be coming to me in the first place. Exactly. exactly. Like they're people who might only ever train two to three times a week or four times a week. Mm-hmm. The the other thing that happens is it really messes with your life. Now, I don't think it's a big deal to go to the gym an hour or two a day because it's part of my routine and it's been that way for 25 years. I don't know any different. Yeah. but. I don't know if you just threw an hour or two hours of random anything, Joe. I don't know. Dungeons and Dragons, Magic the Gathering, the <laughs> new T V show I had to watch. I mean, T V seems pretty easy to watch, but if I had to watch a two hour episode of TV every day, I would find that really hard to fit into my schedule.
1: Yeah, yeah. And so it it's it's, it's actually it's funny to hear you admit that because you're also the, you know, the time audit guy, right? And so it's like yep. if it's really important, you'll move heaven and earth, and you'll find a way because there is a lot of time in a week. But you're you're absolutely right because there's also the reality of that. That when you say to somebody, "I want you to take an hour a day to do this," they're just looking at how am I, what am I going to move, how am I going to squeeze things in? Like I've got all these habits, and like my whole life has been built up around this particular schedule, and now you want me to change it? Like that's a huge change, and a huge change again, for some people is easy because it's a huge change. It's impossible for other people because it's a huge change. And so it's hard to find a way to like get everybody to be successful when not everybody responds to those challenges the same way.
0: Well, and I think the key, what you just said was uh, whether you want it or not. Mm -hmm. I don't want to watch a two hour episode of some TV show every day. And most people don't want to work out every day. Let's face it. It's, one of the things I've been telling people at the gym lately is for a lot of people, fitness isn't a deal breaker. It's not going to get them a better job. Yeah, it's probably not going to make them a tons more money. It's not going to get them laid anymore. Mm-hmm. It's not going to save their marriage. Like it, it's it's really hard to sell somebody on the idea of life changing every day for two hours. Now, all that said, I believe fitness can be life changing. Well, However, absolutely.
1: But let's, let's be real. You and I, and, and and I dare say most of our listeners, uh, understand the value of what we're talking about. That's That's like why we're here. That's why we're doing this podcast. Because this whole yep. thing, this whole lifestyle is valuable to us. It's so valuable to us that you and I built our entire careers around it, and we're doing a yep. podcast about it to try to help motivate people to continue to do it. So it's an easy sale for me. If somebody came in and said uh, – in, in fact, I'll, I'll just – this is a conversation I had earlier today, actually twice today, was if I was independently wealthy and I didn't have to worry about paying the bills, where would you find me? And yep. on a day-to-day basis, I'd probably be hanging out at some gym, coaching some people, doing some workouts, helping some folks. That's exactly it. Because that's just – that's what I would do and that's who I am. So I'm very yeah. fortunate that I have a, a career that's doing basically what I would do in retirement anyway. Right. Yep. So like clearly this is valuable to me to somebody on the outside who's never worked out like their value system is completely different. And so how do you convince somebody of the value of what you're trying to offer them? And that that is such a, uh, I guess, a personal thing that at everybody's place that they're coming from, what they value in their life outside of the gym. Like you can't just say, hey, guys, uh, fitness is incredibly valuable because nobody's going to hear that. And then, no. and then, you know, one gym across town is charging $10 a month. The next gym is charging 149 The next one is charging 279 Well, isn't it all just fitness? Like, what's the difference? And yeah. people get, get all
0: confused about it. Well, the other thing with that, Joe, is, is the value really comes three, six, nine months a year down the road. Right. right. Frankly, the first three weeks are going to suck. Yeah. The first two months are going to suck. Like it's, you're sore, you're tired. Like you have to get through that before you really start seeing some value. Now, some people see value quick. I'm actually training a guy right now who's lost 16 pounds since December 2nd. Mm-hmm. But he's an all-in mentality type guy. Yeah, yeah. For a lot of people, they're not going to have that success. So to the original point, I think you need to start slow. Yes. Start with two days a week and commit to that. Start to three days a week and commit to that. There's no reason you have to show up every single day and bust your ass. Just start doing something so you can start to build the habit. The other thing that's going to do is it's going to give people in your life time to adjust because yes. that's going to be a problem. Yes, If your wife's used to having you home every day, she's not going to like it when you start training every day. And And I'll flip that too. Ladies, if you want to all of a sudden start going to the gym every day, your husband may have a problem with it. Yeah. And it's not just the time away from home. If the other person's not on board with it, there's insecurities, mm-hmm. there's jealousy, there's all kinds of stuff that pops up when people get new interests and they start to change because people don't like change. Right. So gradually go into it. That would be my number one piece of advice is set yourself up a realistic schedule that you can stick to. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. Uh, maybe start to involve your family. Use walking as, as a tool. You can walk every day with your yeah, family. Honest,
1: honest to God, if, if you're coming off the couch, you're better off taking a 20-minute walk five days a week than coming to the gym for one hour one day a week. Yes, you know for what sure. I mean? So like, don't be afraid to say, well, you know what? I am. I can make an hour and I can get to the gym, and maybe a couple other days a week I'm just going to take a walk, awesome, yep. that's great, that's something that you can totally stick to. And and I'm going to piggyback off of this, because I think the other part of it is you have to do something that's fun. If you're coming to the gym, and like you said, you're just getting your butt kicked, and it's just miserable, and it sucks the whole time, There, you're not going to stick with that. So like you're better oh, off sure. joining a pickleball league and having fun with it until your fitness gets to a certain level that you feel like you're, you're going to train for more, you know, like do the things that are going to continue to to motivate you to show up and think about yeah, that yeah. And, ahead and of you time. said it
0: best your 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 point about being out of shape. If you're out of shape, anything's going to work. Yep. You don't need some magic solution. I mean, listen, I I've trained some high level athletes and you have too, and they may need a specific program. Yeah, but if you're listening to this and you're 30 pounds overweight and you're not sleeping eight hours a night, and, and you treat your body like an amusement park when it comes to fast food and booze, anything's going to work for you. So don't make it too complicated. Have fun. Yeah,
1: just it. just show up and have fun. I mean, I, I actually spoke with a guy today, and for the past year, his main source of fitness training was doing a Zumba class. Yeah. Like, Cool. You know, if he would have come in on day one and said, well, I'm out of shape, what should I do? The odds of me telling him he should do Zumba are pretty low. I'm not going to say they're zero, but they're pretty low. But if that's what he's been doing and now he's like, gosh, I kind of want more. And I realize that there's a limitation to what that can provide me. So I'm looking at other options and I'm trying to learn about, you know, what, what else is out there. Like that's the position I want you in when you come and sit down and talk to me because now we can really get down to what's what's going to motivate you, what's
0: going to work, where do you want to go, what are you trying to build. Like you're in it at that point. Figure out your routine and be realistic. Mm-hmm. Give something you can stick to. I'm going to say three days a week, get to the gym for an hour. Every other day do some active thing that you enjoy doing. Yeah, Basketball, tennis, walking your dog. Uh, you know, walking with your wife, walking with your husband, walking with your kids, going swimming, but enjoy yourself. That's number one. Mm -hmm. Number two, at the same time, if you're not naturally into fitness, your diet's probably shitty and your lifestyle habits are probably shitty. So fix those as well. I think there's a big bang for your buck when you do all three versus trying to do just one. You know, the, the, the person that sleeps eight hours a night uh, they're, they're not going to be fit if they don't eat well and they don't work out.
1: Yeah, yeah. The
0: person who eats a perfect diet, if they're not getting enough sleep and not training, not going to matter. Yeah. The person who trains their ass off, they still need to eat right and generally sleep. There needs to be two out of the three. Yeah. Working yeah. In your favor and ideally three out of the three. So at the same time, do the easy stuff. And by the way, it's low hanging fruit.
1: Yeah, and it, I was, that's what I was going to say. Like, it starts to sound really complicated. Like, well, I, so it's not just one thing that I'm trying to do. Like, No, no, it's, it's like a couple of small things that just need to line up. If you can make a small change to your diet, if you can make a small change to your exercise routine, and you can make a small change to your sleep habits, you can make a big change physically. And so in that way, it's like two out of three of those things can have really, really positive effects on everything else. And so when you're looking for that motivation a week, two weeks, three weeks down the road, like that's where it's going to come from. It's from those small things that you've done that then start to kind of compound on each other.
0: Yep. And again, you don't have to go all in with those other things
1: too. You kind of hit on this a little bit earlier and I wanted to jump in. Um, But like you don't have to sign up for a six-week like, you know, Navy SEAL style boot camp to get in shape. That's not how it works because A, you're not going to get in any kind of shape in six weeks. Not really. You're just going to hurt for six weeks. And and if that's how you want to start, you want to just go gung-ho, great. But what are you going to do on week seven? What are you going to do on, on, yep. on week eight? You know, you want to join uh, uh, like some kind of 30-day fitness challenge. What do you do on day 31? These are the things you need to be thinking from the day you start those. But I honestly, yep. I agree. You're, you're much better off building the habit of going to the gym and having fun. Like you said, involve yeah. your family. You know, like I, I mentioned pickleball earlier because that's a big thing at the gym that I'm at. They've got a couple of nets set up in a gym and they play pickleball leagues. And they're packed. People love that stuff. And like, hey, if that's what it takes, go for it. Get into it. Do it. Go join a curling league. I don't care. Do whatever it is that you just enjoy doing, but make that a habit because then it's not a chore. You're not trying to convince yourself to go. You're actually looking forward to it. And if you can make fitness the thing that you're looking forward to,
0: guaranteed success. So am I an actual idiot, like a real-life moron, if I don't know what pickleball is? <laughs> so I'd heard of
1: it. I actually had a guy at my uh, my old gym that was way into it. He was always trying to tell me about it. But basically, it's like a cross between tennis and like ping pong. <laughs> so it's like okay. if you play tennis with ping pong rules and like a, more like okay. a ping pong paddle and a, a wiffle ball. Basically, that's what pickleball is. Okay. At least that's how I understand it. Somebody out there in listener land may correct yeah, me yeah. and say, no, this is a very strictly regimented, I don't know. But that's what it's like. That's you're what like I'm
0: seeing. Yeah. All right. Fair <laughs> enough. But my, my next so, – so moving on from that, the, my next thing is if if you're having five hours sleep a night and, and you go to six or seven, you're going to see a huge result.
1: Yeah, sure. If
0: all you do is change one thing in your diet and the number one rule I give people is don't count calories – don't start monitoring all your meals weighing and measuring stuff because you're not gonna stick to that either yep. Just eat real food just get rid of all the processed garbage and watch what happens in, in fact this guy that I mentioned that has lost 16 pounds since December 2nd that's the only rule he's following right now yeah you don't get any processed food you got to sleep eight hours a night and all you got to do is is come see me three times a week and then every other day do something active and it's shocking how much he's changing. Hmm. And it's not that much to assimilate into his life. Yeah. And and it's actually funny, Joe. When I said he's got that gung-ho personality, he's actually just done more on his own. Yeah. So I gave him the baseline rules, and then he's like, well, I'm going to do more. I'm going to do more. And he feels like he's winning versus – Setting himself up for failure by wanting to have the perfect diet, wanting to weigh and measure, wanting to get nine hours sleep mm-hmm. a night, wanting to come seven days a week, and then only hitting it four times and then feeling like ass. I love
1: that. I love that so much because this is, this is something that uh, I, I think it's, it's sort of the prevalent wisdom for people who are trying to get fit. Like the way to get fit is to get into a boot camp, buy a Fitbit, and track everything specifically like down to the molecule on MyFitnessPal. That's yep. how you're going to get fit. But here's what I'm going to tell you. Everybody's tried that. Everybody's failed. Yep. You know what I mean? You if, got it. If Fitbits worked, then everyone who had one would be jacked. Oh, yeah. You know, so think about insane. that. insane. You know, like what really does work? What do the people who are in really good shape do? They have fun when they go to the gym. You know, they don't stress about what they're eating so much. Like. You get people who are who are professionals uh, you know I know a lot of like bodybuilders people who go to shows, and they enjoy doing the things they do with their diet, yep. the ones that are successful anyway, the ones that get neurotic about it, I mean they end up in like a recovery home. It's a bad scene oh they don't <laughs>
0: and and as we were as we were talking about uh the the there is a rare type of person who enjoys that kind yeah. of Masochism, I guess if you guess, but it's not very high and it's probably not you. Yeah. Otherwise you'd already be in shape. Yep. You know? So, so there's rule number one, ease into this, give yourself six weeks, give yourself two months, work out three days a week, up your sleep by an hour and, and just get rid of processed food. Just do that. And you're good. I'd say that's the number one overarching thing dip your toe in the water versus just dumping in like jumping into the deep end or dumping yourself in the deep end head first
1: yeah yeah you don't have to just like quit carbs go full keto or full vegan for that matter whichever side of the pendulum you want to be on you know yep. like that that's that's too extreme that's never going to stick nope. start small all right
0: so rule number two find and and we might only have two rules to be honest with you because i'm i'm Start to think beyond this, and I don't think there's much. But the other thing is find a supportive community. Yes. Which, which, by the way, for the people that rip on CrossFit out there, one thing that CrossFit has done better than anybody else is build a community. Yeah, one hundred percent. Right, like that's why people love it. They're not even going to the gym to work out anymore. I mean, yeah. yeah, they're there to work out.
1: No, it's a, they're, they're, they're there, there to s- socialize. Friends.
0: They're there to see their
1: friends. They're and since we're all here in a gym, we might as well work out to.
0: Yep. And it, it becomes your pool for dating. Yep. It becomes your pool for friends. Much, much to the it, chagrin of every affiliate owner. Of the gym owners. <laughs> it, it it becomes your pool to find your Sunday afternoon football buddies. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, I've I've been part of CrossFit Gyms and a lot of a lot of CrossFit gyms have thirty day paleo challenges with a barbecue at the end of the month. And yeah. frankly, a lot of people only do the thirty day challenge so they can go to the barbecue. Yep. Like you owned a CrossFit gym. You know how this works. Yeah. It becomes your community. So find a supportive community. I don't give a shit whether it's an Orange Theory, a SoulCycle, an F45, a CrossFit. Uh, maybe it's a Lifetime Fitness. Mm-hmm. But find a group of people that you really like going with. And that's where class fitness. I know you, you mentioned Zumba. I'm probably the last one to recommend that too. But if you have a Zumba class you really like being a part of. It go there like if you can find a group of good people why not yeah absolutely you know and that's going to keep you coming back because on the days if you're by yourself and you don't want to go to the gym chances are you're not going to go or or but if, if,
1: if you're if so, you're on the fence and you got three friends tugging you away saying no no let's just go to lunch instead like yep. it's it's
0: too easy to give into that. So you you have to surround yourself with the right kind of people for sure. But if you have your buddies at the gym, like if Sally and Dave and Jimmy want you to come to the gym and yes. it's going to be – you're going to have fun with them, you're going to go. So find yourself a supportive community. Now, how you're going to find that, it's kind of hard sometimes. Don't get discouraged. You know, The first gym you join, you might not like. Mm-hmm. The first class you go to, you might not like. But that doesn't mean that every gym and every class is going to be bad. Right, right. You might Need I actually had a girl come into the gym the other day, and she checked out a couple other gyms, and, and the minute she came into mine, she's like, "Well, I want to join. Like, I feel like this is where I belong." But she'd been to a couple of other gyms yeah. before, that. And, and, it, and and at same token, you might come into my gym and it might not be your vibe. Mm-hmm. You know, like you, that's just the way it is. So find yourself a supportive community. Three, you really need to practice in your life dealing with toxic people and also preventing relationships from going toxic. Yes. I kind of want to touch on those two things. When I see dealing with toxic people, when you try to better yourself, when you start to pat yourself on the back, when you start to improve yourself, there will be people, people that you don't expect that will be filled with jealousy, insecurity, and will try to drag you down. Some will outright do this on purpose Some won't realize they're doing it. But you've got to be prepared to handle these people and hold your boundaries.
1: Yes, yes. Again, we we mentioned earlier, like as time goes on, more and more people fall away. That's because of the people around them more than anything else. Why are you still going to the gym? It's clearly not working. You've tried this for a month. It was fun. But can we get back to doing our regular Friday nights, right? Yep. Or...
0: The other one is it is working, but you're obsessed. Mm-hmm. You're giving up your friendships. Don't you want to come out drinking on Friday night? You're abandoning me and the kids. You you're... used to
1: be so cool. Now look at you.
0: Yep. No, you're you're going to, and honestly, Joe, you're going to get this. I mean, yeah. I I don't get it anymore because I've set up some pretty strict boundaries with people in my life. But I worked out Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. I'm going to work out New Year's Day. And no one's going to tell me otherwise. Yeah. Because that's what I want to do, and it's it's a known thing. But make sure you have a strategy to deal with these toxic people, because they will come out of the woodwork. Yeah, they absolutely will. At the same time, you need to put strategies in place to prevent relationships from going toxic.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, common scenario: you have a man and a woman; they're married. Uh, you know, they got three kids. And, uh, in this case, the woman decides that she's going to train and she wants to work out every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And at first her husband's on board and says, I would love you to get fit. Mm -hmm. And he's thinking how exciting it is that she's going to look like she's looked on their wedding day and she's going to get herself back in shape and it's going to improve their sex life and it's going to be this great thing. So he's like, yes, yes, yes. I'll support you no matter how much you need to be supported. But come week three, when he's watching the kids every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, mm-hmm. he's pissed yeah. and upset. This is not what I signed up for. Mm-hmm. And by the way, that can work in reverse, too. So, you know, the, the husband wants to go get fit. Now he's going to be away. Yeah. So what I recommend. And by the way, you can do this with your friends. You can do this with your roommate. You can do this with your coworkers. Run through a couple of scenarios with them. So, Joe. I'm, you know, I'm, 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 I'm your wife. I'm going to start working out three times a week. Is that okay? For sure, honey. I got mm-hmm. this. I got the kids. I'm going to support you, Joe. I really appreciate that. And, and, and I love you, but have you thought about what this is going to entail? You know, I'm going to be gone every Monday, Wednesday, Friday from four to six, right? Yes. So how are you going to feel when we're eating at six thirty instead of five? Have you thought about that? How are you going to feel when you have the kids? When you start to feel stifled, if you start to feel stifled, are you going to lash out at me or can we revisit this arrangement? Like start laying some groundwork in terms of what I call proactive communication. Mm -hmm. Uh, And and, and go over the pitfalls before you hit them and have an agreement in hand, if you will, of how you're going to deal with it when it gets tough because it will get tough. Yeah, yeah. And I think just by doing that – it will prevent relationships from going toxic and from people, for, for frankly, from lashing out. I mean, you could even apply this to your game night, Joe. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, hey, uh, uh, Megan, I'm going to do game night uh, every Saturday from now on instead of Friday. And she's like, oh, sure. No problem. I know you love game night. OK, well, what's going to happen when you want to do this on Saturday? what's going to happen when you're stifled because you've been with the kids all day Saturday and then I'm going to game night on Saturday. Have you thought about that? Like you kind of want to, I think go over all the potential pitfalls just so somebody's prepared. And oftentimes I find when you do this in a relationship, it prevents fights in the future.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and even if you can't come up with every specific scenario, like it gives a moment of let's try to think this through real quick. Is this really okay? Yep. Right. Like, is this actually going to work? Because there, and and it's sort of like admitting, like, I may not know how this impacts you a week, two weeks, three weeks down the road. So I want to take a moment and try to head that off.
0: Yep. Well, and and sometimes, Joe, and and I've been in this scenario where your kid asks you to do something, right? Like my 10 year old, hey, I want to play soccer this year. Mm -hmm. And then I'm thinking, you know, that's fine. He'll quit in three weeks. And then four months later, (laughs) I'm flying to San Diego, driving to Vegas, like I'm just doing all the soccer stuff. Whoa, this is not what I signed up for. And I'll bet you, given that scenario, there's a lot of husbands out there that go to their wives and say, hey, hon, this is the year I'm going to get in shape. And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll quit in three weeks. I'm good. I'm going to let him go to the sink, quit. He'll be home. I'll be finished. And then two months go by and she's like, oh, shit. He's serious this time. What do I do? I didn't sign up for this. I don't want this. Mm
1: -hmm. So
0: make sure you lay this groundwork. And it's hard to do. Actually, it's not hard to do. I think it's easier to do to just have a 20 or 25-minute talk about what stuff looks like. By the way, if you lay that groundwork, the person can't come back later and say they made an uninformed decision. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because I can always say to you, Joe – we talked about this and mm-hmm. we agreed that this is the way it was going to be. You were aware that I was going to be gone to six o'clock every day. You were aware you were going to have the kids and you still agreed. Mm-hmm. So you start breaking down a person's arguments before you get in them, if you will.
1: Well, and like you said, it's, it's easier to do that than it is to have to do it retroactively three months down the line when
0: something comes up and there was no effort made to head that off. That's the thing. Don't assume that someone knows what you're going to be doing or what this entails because they probably don't. So we've got we've got what are our rules? We've got ease yourself into stuff. Find we've a supportive got, community. Find a supportive community. Uh, deal with toxic people and also lay groundwork so relationships don't get toxic. Yes. Uh, you should probably. I'm trying to think what else, Joe. You should probably go to www.lalo.com, get yourself Maximus shoes because you're going to need a good
1: pair of gym shoes. Once you've invested in the shoes, like you will find motivation you did not know you had. That's right. Because you have those shoes staring you down every day needing to go get
0: trained. And because it's a new year, new you, and you're going to pay attention to your financial fitness too, you're going to use the code MAXIMUS20 to get yourself 20% off. 20% off in 2020. I love it. Exactly. I like it. It, it works together. Um, but by the way, and another plug and another uh, advertisement, I guess, be a part of the Maximus dot com. Yeah. You'll find a supportive community there. I mean, we, we totally skipped over that, but there's nothing wrong with having an online supportive no, community not at all. as well. If you can't find one in your town, your city, or you are by yourself working out. And I'll tell you right now, like personally, my Instagram
1: is that for me. I really feel like the people that follow me, that interact with me on Instagram are all very supportive of each other. So you can build such a thing through social media. Uh, Oh, for sure. The easiest way to do it is going to be the inner circle, because quite frankly, everybody who's in the inner circle is in there for the same reason. They want yes. that accountability. They want to help, not not just for them to be accountable, but they also want to, like, help other people to be accountable, too. Like, we want the whole community to grow.
0: So it's pretty awesome. Yep. Easy. Yeah. Join, and, and, and you're done. Are there any other final rules? Because I think those are the big three, Joe. Yeah. I mean, we could, we could talk about do this with diet, but these are the big things. Yeah.
1: yeah. You know? I mean, if, if – And then uh, start I, to I, branch out from there. Yeah, everything kind of builds off of that. But I think just those three things will set you up for success. Much better than last year, the year before, the year before that, right? This is, this is going into it with an actual plan. This is going in <laughs> saying, I know it's not going to be easy. So these are the actions I'm taking and these are the successes I'm looking for, right? Yep. So if I do kind of you know- ease into it and I get those little habits formed, little habits turn into big habits down the line. And you may find out, you know, like working out three hours a week might be all you need to do. And that's fantastic. Yeah. You know, but if you decide later on, Hey, I've been going to the gym Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I want to add Tuesdays and Thursdays, but that's like your new norm. And everybody in your life thinks, you know, Hey, you usually go Monday, Wednesday, Friday. You're like, I want to add Tuesday, Thursday. They'll probably say, yeah, okay. It's not that big a
0: deal, but that's down the line. That's when those new habits are formed. And by the way, Joe, um, I'd like to give people the advice of stick with it. Yeah. Like, hey, when it gets tough, like, that's obvious. Yeah. Because if you don't stick with it, you're not going to get fit. I mean, there's so many other pieces of advice that I feel are, they're kind of stupid because uh, like, like I, everyone I would almost rather,
1: I would stupid. almost rather if people didn't feel like they had to stick with it. Uh, think of it yeah. this way. If you could get fit by playing Xbox and eating ice cream, would you have a hard time sticking with that plan? Hell no. No, never. And somebody's like, oh, it's oh, I'm so sick of Xbox and ice cream. Like, bullshit. Stick with it. Like, that, that, that yeah. shouldn't have a place. If I enjoy going to the gym and I feel good about my going to the gym and my gym is like my positive me time and I have a supportive community there, you know, like, I shouldn't have to feel like I need to stick with it. It should just be obvious.
0: Yeah, it's something you want to do. Yeah. Because let's face it, people don't do stuff they don't want to do. Right. Like and 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 people who have kids will understand that if your kid does not want to do something, they're not, <laughs> not doing it. Not going to do it. Nope. You know what I mean? Like it's just not going to happen. So this has been good. You guys, uh, get your asses to the gym, uh, start sleeping more, eating better, paying attention in other areas of your life, and set yourself up for success. And by the way. If you are listening to this and you find that you make it through that first six weeks, that first three months, and this is something you love, all the other advice you're ever going to need is in our first, I don't know what episode we're on, but our first 54 episodes, 55 episodes,
1: like you can start branching out then.
0: Yeah, start branching out then.
1: Yeah. Easy. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. We will see you uh, next time.